0: This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing as of May 17th. State insurance commissioners and federal lawmakers are raising concerns with Cigna's internal claims review process following reporting from ProPublica in March that said the payer denies large batches of claims without reviewing them first. Many states require medical directors to review patient files and coverage policies before denying claims for medical reasons. ProPublica alleges that Cigna has bypassed these steps by having a computer algorithm complete the review and then having physicians sign off on groups of denied claims. California's former insurance commissioner, Dave Jones, told ProPublica that it's hard to imagine that spending only seconds to review medical records complies with the law in California. At a minimum, he said, I believe it warrants an investigation. Washington state and Delaware's insurance commissioners expressed similar concerns to ProPublica, along with an anonymous Labor Department official in Washington. On May 16th, Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers of Washington, who's also chair of the House Committee on Energy and Commerce, said in a hearing that Cigna's Medicare Advantage members appeal 20% of denied claims, and about 80% of those denials are overturned. She said, quote, if these figures are at all illustrative of Cigna's commercial appeal and reversal rates, it would suggest that the review process is leading to policyholders paying out-of-pocket for medical care that should be covered under their health insurance contract. Not all claims go through the specified review system, and it's not clear how many are approved or sent to physicians for review, according to ProPublica. The review system was instituted more than a decade ago, and other payers do use similar processes. On May sixteenth, Cigna told ProPublica it welcomes the opportunity to fully explain its process to regulators and correct the many mischaracterizations and misleading perceptions ProPublica's article has created. Cigna told Beckers that the system allows them to automatically pay providers for claims that are submitted with the correct diagnosis codes and prioritizes medical director's time for more complex reviews. It does not create any impediments to or denials of care because it takes place after a patient receives the service, and even a denial does not result in any additional out-of-pocket costs for patients using in-network providers. Well, Amwell has named Kathy Weiler as Executive Vice President and Chief Commercial and Growth Officer, effective June 1st. Previously, Ms. Weiler served as Chief Consumer Officer at Optum. She was also Chief Consumer Strategy Officer at United Health Group and Chief Marketing and Experience Officer at Optum Health. Before joining United Health Group, she was Chief Marketing, Product, and Digital Officer at Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts. Well, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts says that it's adding three physician groups to its network. As the payer said, the state continues to experience a PCP shortage due to increased patient demand and more clinicians leaving the field. Those three groups, Eden Health, On Belay Health Solutions, and Village MD, are available now to most members. As part of those agreements, the groups are participating in the company's value-based payment program and offering beneficiaries access to virtual and in-person primary care. And Utah is the healthiest state in the nation for older adults in 2023, and Mississippi is the unhealthiest. That's according to the United Health Foundation's 11th annual America's Health Rankings Senior Report. That report from May 16th reviewed 10 years of data to provide a comprehensive look at the health and well-being of Americans 65 and older. State rankings were derived from 35 measures across five categories of health. Those those full rankings can be viewed on the Becker's Payer Issues website. And finally, in a wide margin, centene shareholders have rejected a pair of proposals that took aim at executive pay. Both proposals were shareholder submitted. One would have tied pay to maternal morbidity metrics. The other would have given shareholders more input on how much senior managers are paid when they leave the company. Centene's board said in previously regulatory filings that it opposed the proposals. The board detailed existing limits on severance pay and said that its policies are consistent with market norms. The board also said that data tied to prenatal and postnatal care already factors into its compensation plans. If you'd like the latest payer and healthcare industry news delivered to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.